Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Left hook, right hand, Deontay Wilder, all over Fury. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio, and internet history. Thank you, Pedro. You run tomorrow? I'll be right. You gonna run tomorrow morning? <laughs> Five thirty. I'm leaving tomorrow at ten. I'll run with you tomorrow morning. Okay, baby. Pedro Fernandez. You ask me uh, how well that he fight? I don't know, but I can tell you one thing: he punched good. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, emanating, coming at you from Sports Byline HQ in the city by the bay, San Francisco. Check it. This is Ring Talk. Often imitated but never duplicated. 37 plus years now of knocking out bums. Welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. My name is Pedro Fernandez, your modest host. Of course, I'm also an award-winning boxing writer, former uh, Golden Glove champion, so I know a little bit about the game. Of course, if you're joining us for the very first time today, let me welcome you to the Ring Talk family. If you've been here for a while, you know what time it is. We're talking combat sports, mainly boxing, but we'll include some MMA in the next two hours. Of course, coming to you live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, and the new Sirius XM Satellite Radio Channel, Channel 217. So straight up, we've got two hours of combat sports. Anthony Joshua, a winner yesterday, dropped Kubrat Pulov not once, not twice, but four times. Knocked him out in the ninth round. Probably a predictable fight, but if ever a guy fought handcuffed, it was Pulev. I mean, I know the idea was to get Joshua a couple of rounds in and then go after him, but he never went after him. He never threw any punches. I mean, he literally fought Handcuffed. I don't know if he choked at the moment. There wasn't a big crowd there or anything like that. I don't know if Cooper had, uh, choked at the moment like he did with Klitschko. Of course, that prior losses when he got knocked out seven years ago. But the bottom line is he just didn't bring it last night. Of course, Anthony Josh was still the WBO, WBA. I got a whole bunch of belts. Anyway, but the real world champion is Tyson Fury. And he hasn't got an opponent right now. They're trying to get him uh, a fight. Straight up, that's the fight everybody wants to see. Joshua and Fury. And why? Because... <laughs> Tyson Fury is going to knock Joshua into another time zone. Straight up, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look at the world of boxing and MMA. Coming up after the break, after a short little spiel, we'll bring in the retired HBO godfather, Mr. Larry, Mer- Larry Merchant. Hour number two, it's all about macho time. Hector Camacho in hour number two of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. If you 
owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents, which means you're going to start telling your kids to clean up before the cleaning lady comes. Doesn't make sense, but you're the parents and they're the kids. You're going to start telling them that now, too. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. And there's your opening to remind them who pays the bills around here. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Pretty good weekend in the world of boxing. Maybe not all that much quality, but a lot of quantity. Fourth Anthony Joshua successful across the pond on the zone. Um, Felix Rodeo, probably the surprise of the weekend, was Felix Rodeo getting drilled by a male, Sashi Nakatami. Nakatami went 12 rounds with Teofimo Lopez's last fight, so I don't know why that was such a surprise, but he stopped Felix Fidel in stunning fashion. Of course, the Puerto Rican at one point in time was called the next Felix Trinidad. Well, that ain't happening. Hour number two, of course, we're talking nothing about Macho time. Of course, the new documentary out on Hector Macho Camacho talked all about his cocaine problems. I told you about the time in Puerto Rico when, when I went to his hotel room and I was in the arena, and the promoter came to me and said, Camacho's not coming. I said, what do you mean he's not coming? He goes, he's not coming. I said, well, yeah, time out. Wait. He goes, 
he's not coming. And if he doesn't come, you're not getting paid. I said, well, what is that, some type of threat? He goes, no, that's just the way it is. He goes, this is, it. This is real life, Pedro. He goes, what I'm trying to tell you is you got to go to the, the hotel and get Camacho out of there. So anyway, I went to the door of his hotel. I got a limo to go back in a tuxedo, banging on his door, this hotel, casino, bang, 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 penthouse, banging. Up. Finally, he opens the door. There's cocaine all over the place. Everywhere you look, there's a bundle. Um, he's got all this cocaine on the kitchen table or at the big table there. And um, finally, I mean, he, I beg him for like, yeah, I guess about eight to ten minutes. And finally, get to the point where, I mean, he can't hit this guy. You know what I mean? I can't hit him or anything. What else can I do? I mean, begging's all I can do, boss, basically here. So anyway, he finally goes, okay, let's go. And boom, he gets into the limo and he's doing blow in the limo and he's bouncing all over the limo and I'm freaking out. I'm saying to myself, well, I got, I got him in the car. Let's get him to the arena. Getting him into the ring is something else, right? So anyway, we get him to the arena. I give him to the promoter who was the late Harold Smith, aka Ross Seals. Smell something there? Anyway, um, anyway, <laughs> so I give him to the promoter and I don't see, I don't see him until he steps into the ring and fight Jorge Vaca. Well, the bell rings. He runs across the ring. He purposely butts Vaca, causes a foul. The fight stopped in the very first round. I'm going to say that was Hector Camacho, but at the end of the day, he walked out of the ring and he says to me, you got your money. Yeah, I got paid. Anyway, we go from that story to the retired HBO godfather, Mr. Larry Merchant. Larry, you had some funny times with Camacho. Uh, I can't say they were funny times, but uh, I did once uh, interview him and his family up up in uh, East Harlem. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I covered a number of his fights, mm-hmm. and he was a tremendous talent. Um, and I guess he just was one of those entertainers who uh, can't handle all the incoming and went off on his own and had a tragic end to his life. Uh, did you like the documentary? I haven't watched it in total yet, but um, I've watched. Some, I've got some clips of it. We'll have some clips in hour number two, but I will be getting on that tonight. Um, some other questions were, did you get a chance to see Anthony Joshua yesterday? No, I didn't know where to find him. I looked all over, and the paper didn't say anything about it. It was, was he on? It was on, on. It was on the zone, and he anyway he knocks he knocks Pulev down four times. Pulev fought handcuffed. Godfather, I don't understand that. I know guys are bigger than you, and and and, and when you have a size disadvantage, you're at a disadvantage. Okay, I mean I understand that sometimes emotionally as well, but you have to step forward. You have to let your hands go. You can't fight handcuffed and expect to win a fight. I mean Anthony Joshua was square. His shoulders were square. His chin was up in the air. I mean the rock. All kinds of technical flaws you might have been able to exploit had you decided to, to uh, throw some punches. And Pulev never threw a punch, ever. Well, maybe he was afraid. That afraid thing, you know. Maybe I don't... he stopped punching, stopped punching and fighting as soon as he signed the contract <laughs> and made a good payday. Okay. Um, things are happening. Of course, the Anthony Joshua now winning with Pulev. He's talking about... Uh, Possibly fighting uh, at Tyson Fury again, but here, here's something I wanted to throw at you before I went into the Philly thing. What um? Again, they haven't fought once yet. No, no, no. I'm trying to. What what um? Oh 
God, you threw my, I threw my, threw, threw me off there. Uh, we're talking with Larry Merch, of course, the retired HBO Godfather, and, um, I watched some great fights over the weekend. Not great fights, but okay fights over the weekend. I think the next great fight will be when Teofimo Lopez steps up and defends that lightweight championship. Of course, Larry's not as high, on, as high on him as I am, but I think this kid's gonna, him and Shakur Stevenson, I think those two guys, mm, you know, play, Possibly a couple of welterweights as well have a chance to be the face of boxing, and there's a chance you know Canelo's not going to be here forever. No, I I don't know where you get the idea that I didn't uh, like Lopez. I did like him a lot. Okay. I mean, we we have to see what he does next. Whether they're going to uh, give him some soft opponents. I mean, nobody expects a champion to fight the toughest guy out there every single time. He has to get some reward for winning the title. Um, but uh, I'm curious. He's a young guy, and he looks like a tremendous talent, really really strong, really self-possessed. I, I like him a lot. The guy that he's going to fight is from uh, across the – he's from Australia. I can't think – oh, there it is, George Cambrasas, Jr. He beat Leo Selby a couple of weeks ago. And the UK on a split decision, I thought that was unanimous, but he's 19 in zip. And what they're willing to do is they're willing to give Lopez a lot of money to go to Australia and fight a guy that he's supposed to beat. He's got a good record, this and that. So I think this will be a good, good time to, to take advantage of that. Cause as you said, you gotta make some money when the idea, people say to me, you know, championships, championships, championships. Well, you can have a lot of belts, but if you don't have any money to pay the bills, the belts won't do anything for you. Um, no, I, I get it. But, you know, some some fighters and promoters go way beyond the pale by uh, avoiding obvious big fights because they present threats. Um, a threat. A chance to lose. Yep. And they want to get paid outrageously for fighting a competitive fight. And the result is we don't get a lot of big uh, uh, competitive fights at the top end of the, the game. What Terrence Crawford said, F it. That was his exact quote, F it. And I can't say that on the word, on the air, but he's going back to 135. That would be, you know, I don't think he, I personally, after, um, thinking about him living at 147 and going back to 135, I think he's biting off more than he could chew because 12 pounds is a lot to lose. Well, I don't know if he's a natural welterweight, but it sounds to me like he decided that when he saw uh, Spence uh, dismantle uh, Garcia, mm -hmm. uh, he decided he didn't want any part of Spence. Well, I mean, I can't find any other, any excuse for it since it would be the biggest uh, fight in that division and it would be a, a, a sizable pay-per-view. Uh, if he goes back to 135, I don't know what he has in mind, uh, um, um, but uh, it sounds like a guy who's, duck, who's ducking an opportunity to make a lot of money to fight an outstanding fighter. You know, you know, they both want to fight, and it's not me because I'm, I'm like in my sixties. They want to fight. They want to fight Manny Pacquiao, who's forty-one. I mean, that's what they both. That's both like number one on their list. There, um, I understand that's where the money's at. Um, but is, isn't Pacquiao at an incredible size disadvantage against both those guys, especially Spence? Uh, yeah, tell me something I don't know, but um, 
Uh, I'm leading. Every, I'm leading to a question here. <laughs> okay, everybody wants to fight him for obvious reasons. Yeah. Uh, he, he ain't what he used to be, although he's still pretty darn good, as he showed in his last fight. And that's where the money is. You, you know, being being a being a former fighter, is he kept moving up away? That kept saying, "This is it. This is it. This is it. This is it." Because I couldn't put on the weight and fight. I mean, I know my guys. I know guys. I know couldn't put on the weight and fight, and yet he did it, man. But he, an incredible athlete, no doubt about that. A champion, of course, from 112 to 147 pounds. I think he held a, a 54 pound title for a minute. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into the world of boxing, MMA. We return from the break. We talk about the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia, PA, and what it meant to the re- retired HBO godfather, Mr. Larry Merch. Of course, he spent some time there. He knows Philly. Larry knows Philly. We're back, Larry and Philly, on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt. Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. 
Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800 403 August 10th, 1985, Larry Merchant in the late Hector Camacho at the Riviera Hotel after a 12-round decision over Jose Luis Ramirez. Of course, Jose, Lu- Jose Luis Ramirez, a guy that I spent some time with down there in San Jose, rough customer, no doubt about that, and the former lightweight champion. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing, the MMA. No city sort of has a, a, a as an aura, a, a boxing aura about it like Philadelphia. Don't ask me why, but people tell me Philly fighters are different, with the exception of Danny Garcia. Philly fighters are different. And the retired HBO godfather, Larry Merchant, spent a lot of time in Philly. How much time did you spend in Philly, and when did you get there, Larry? I got there in the mid-50s and was there for about a decade um, as a photo editor, a sports editor, and columnist. And... um, I still have uh, uh, a good feeling about Philadelphia in the pit of my stomach. What? What, 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 good, what good feeling? I mean, outside of me ruining a $200 pair of shoes one time, stepping out of a car and into a puddle, um, I haven't got too many fond memories of Philadelphia. So tell me about yours. <laughs> well, I have a lot of fond memories. Uh, I became sports editor. Uh, while I was photo editor, when I found out that a few streets away from our offices, there was an all-night theater. And there was a guy who um, sold the tickets and made sure that uh, things didn't ever get out of hand. Mm-hmm. His name was Bob Montgomery, Ooh. one of the best lightweights ever. And I wrote a I wrote a piece about it, even though nobody asked me to write about him and 
and so on, and I submitted it, and ultimately it led to my becoming sports editor. And Philadelphia had a very lively boxing scene, dozens and dozens and dozens of gyms all over the place. And um, you had to you had to fight your way out of those gyms to get into the real world. And so the guys who did fight their way out were pretty pretty good and pretty tough. And uh, it was a lively boxing scene, and um, it had even been livelier before I got there and uh, when they would have boxing shows every night of the week. Melger uh, Taylor, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Melger Taylor was a Philly fighter. You know, that fight, of course, with Chavez where he was leading after 11 rounds and he went out there and decided to fight Chavez in the 12th round and got knocked out. Was that the Philly fighter in him? I would say yes. Um, I, I think that he had been hurt before that 12th round mm -hmm. and wasn't all there. But for the referee to stop that fight with three seconds left, uh, seemed to me uh, not an example of justice. In oh, oh, <laughs> but, but, but Godfather, here I was looking into, looking into his eyes. I was looking at, in, into the fighter's eyes, and, 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 and he's looking at Lou Duva. Lou Duva was standing up on the ring apron waving his hands. In other words, Lou Duva was distracting the kid, and a lot of times as amateurs, this is what I was always told, Godfather, if you get knocked down, look to your corner. So you always look to your corner when you get hurt. Well, he, he, yes, and Lou Duva was an excitable uh, guy and, and personality and uh, trainer. Mm -hmm. um, he got up, and but he didn't tell him to stop the fight. He would, that's not what he was doing. And but, still but, in all, there were three seconds <laughs> left in the fight. The, 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 the buzzer in the corner had lit up uh, as, a, as, as a, a flag that things that it was coming to an end, and still the referee stopped the fight. And that referee, I forget his name. Richard Steele. Popular. Richard Steele. Yeah, and um, he, didn't get a, he didn't get many, if any, fights to do in Philadelphia after that <laughs> or anywhere else. <laughs> yeah, he became a gym owner slash manager with his wife. Um, what about Frank? What about this guy? They had a manager, I mean, a mayor in Philadelphia named Frank Rizzo. I mean, did you ever come in contact with him? Was he the mob? Or what was what was Frank Rizzo about? Well, um, Rizzo had been police commissioner and had uh, apparently been effective in uh, in going after the bad guys. Uh, I don't know if he went after all the bad guys, but uh, he became a popular police commissioner and then mayor. But I was gone for most of the time that he was mayor. I may have been there briefly when I left in the mid-60s to go to New York. Um, but Philadelphia was a rough town. It was a town that celebrated the high arts as well as the low arts. Um... They had a famous conductor there named Eugene Ormandy, and I and 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 in a uh, news 
music hall. He performed in a music hall across the street from uh, a restaurant, the name of which I forget. Oh, Tendler, Lou Tendler. Lou Tendler had been an outstanding lightweight in the 20s. Mm -hmm. And uh, he had this hangout, this uh, restaurant where boxing people hung out. So that was the both sides of Philadelphia uh, uh, on, on Market Street. And um, the, the great arts, the music, the jazz. I saw Duke Ellington and many others in, uh, perform in Philadelphia. Um, Nina Simone. Um, I, and of course, I went to many fights and they had great fighters. Let me check. There was a guy there named, uh, a manager named Georgie Katz. And he, he, uh, managed a young whirlwind named, uh, I can't think of his first name, Turner. Um, Ike? And he put Turner in when he was 20 or 21 years old. He put him in with, uh, who was the great fighter from, from Cuba in those days? Napolis? No, that, no, that, this was before Napolis. Kid Gavilan? Kid Gavilan. Gavilan was a, an experienced, uh, strong opponent, and uh, he beat Turner up. And Jersey Cats used to say, "I turned a champion into a contender." <clears throat> you know, I gave I gave Kid Gavilan a microphone one time around 2000 in, Mi in Miami, uh, Florida. You don't give microphones to ex-fighters. You don't give microphones to children. Believe me. You know what I'm talking about with that Godfather? You never knew what they're going to say. I mean, he went absolutely nuts when I gave him the microphone. But anyway, great fighter that he was, Kid Gavilan. What about the non What about the non-boxing sports guys in Philly? What about them? Who were they? Oh well. Um, I would say the two biggest uh, guys in, well, there were three or four in football. Uh, Chuck Bednarik, who had been a, an All-American at the University of Pennsylvania and then became the star defense, the star of a, of a championship team, was a great linebacker. I think he was the model for all modern uh, modern linebackers. He was about six three and 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 two forty and quick and smart. And that was at a time when you had linemen who weighed two hundred pounds, two hundred and ten pounds. Um, then we had Norm Van Brocklin, who, who had been traded from Los Angeles, and Van Brocklin led, and I mean do mean led in every sense of the term, the Eagles to a championship in 1960 and became the only quarterback in NFL history to win championships with different teams. And in baseball, they had Robin Roberts, the great Hall of Fame pitcher. Um, when I arrived in the mid-50s, when I was there, uh, they had... Some of the leftovers of the of a team in the 1950s, early in the decade, called the Whiz Kids. Uh, you know, Godfather, we, we're running up on a hard break. Let's stick around and continue this conversation after the break. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Larry Merchant on the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Ah, North Philly was a little rough for me. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live World. 
spread of COVID-19 is still unchecked across the nation, and you need to keep your family safe. Make a new habit and check your temperatures twice a day, once before dinner and before leaving home in the morning. You can't afford to take chances, so use the Exergen Temporal Scanner. Its accuracy is backed by more than 80 clinical studies, and it takes an accurate reading in seconds. It's the only home thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, doctors, and nurses. Quick and easy to use, you can count on Exergen to keep your family safe 24 hours a day. Are you looking for great sports memorabilia with the fastest shipping in the industry? Check out auctionofchampions.com. The fastest-growing sports memorabilia auction house in the country, Auction of Champions has a huge variety of PSA 10-graded rookie cards, the largest selection of Fanatics-licensed jerseys, and the best customer service in the business. With all items authenticated by third-party companies like JSA and Beckett, you'll love Auction of Champions. Check out auctionofchampions.com. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your or airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. What you gonna play now? Bobby, I don't know. But whatsoever I play, it's got to be funky. Yeah. One, two, three, make, make it funky. The Godfather of Soul, Mr. James Brown. I got, to got to see him one time. Got a couple stories about him. I'll let that go for another day. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Larry, you talk about the the uh, big Philly Philly athletes who weren't weren't associated with boxing in uh, in I, Philadelphia. I didn't mention Will Chamberlain, who who was a high school phenomenon in Philadelphia, and then played professionally there. Okay, why now? How I, I, I got to ask you this: Why in the hell would 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 the Warriors trade away Will Chamberlain? 
Why would they trade away Wojcicki? I never got that. I never understood that. Did somebody put a gun to their head, like, you know, kidnap? No, I, I think I was gone when that happened, but Will Chamberlain was a prima donna. And I was in the 76ers dressing room one time, and he started to ream out their coach, Frank McGuire, a famous uh, championship coach, uh, because uh, McGuire had called a practice the next day, and Will Chamberlain was scheduled to go to New York City and hang out there, and he started yelling at Frank McGuire while I was there. Mm -hmm. So he was not an easy guy to deal with, and that's why they he never won many championships playing against uh, the Bill Russell uh, Celtics, um, but he was he was a good guy. I liked him. Um, I wrote columns about him, uh, but he was a prima donna, and it didn't work. He was seven foot tall. I mean, he was like the the, the first seven footer, wasn't he? He was like seven one, and he was a track star. <laughs> that's a that's a and, and he and he allegedly um he was a star between the sheets too well he claimed that i think he said he had had ten thousand women or some some number and, yeah well um, good luck with that one will um <laughs> did, did you ever con come in contact with angelo bruno when you were in when you were in philadelphia the mob boss do you remember him uh yes of course uh, he was a Important character in the boxing scene. Uh, I'm sure I was at many fights with him. I didn't have direct contact, but if you t got time for a little story, um, there was a uh, they had a fighter named Len Matthews, one of the best-looking young fighters I ever saw, and uh, he was fighting some um, barely opponent. Uh, in Philadelphia, and that week uh, at, at a club fight, uh, two guys who had had a fight on the job were g given permission to fight on the undercard. Mm -hmm. And the headline in, in the Daily News was, he called me a lousy bricklayer. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the next day, the headline was, he is a lousy bricklayer. <laughs> they had to call the fire department out because there were so many people trying to cram into that fight club. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the mob people there uh, tried to make a meeting with me, and they came up to my office, and we went out into a little side place, and they they started taking money out of their pockets to give me. And I said, whoa, that's not how it works. <laughs> yeah. But that was, that was silly. Yeah, I remember when, when, when Joey Merlino was running the mob, or actually, yeah, I guess he was running the mob. 1990, he showed up at a party post-fight. We all did a fight in Atlantic City. I think it was a Ray Mercer, Tommy Morrison fight. And, uh, and Joey Merlino showed up at the, the post-fight press conference, and that was a little scary. I mean, that was, it was a little scary being around. It was just a little bit scary. I mean, I didn't want to have any issues with him, obviously. I mean, the, the head of the mob. Um, with that being said, you and the Godfather, you and the Godmom have a wonderful week. You guys got any special plans? I know I'm still in isolation up here. Well, so it was. 
You know, I like to say we're entering the championship round. We are. Of this, of this, um, COVID thing and we gotta nail it down. Well, not, not go crazy. It's everybody, it's understandable. People want to have resume their social lives, but now's the time when you gotta hunk, hunker down and beat it in the championship rounds. You know, I saw. I said last week that that I think that if you had a little military training or you were a dedicated athlete, you'd be you probably be better equipped to deal with this pandemic because you've been deprived. You had to make sacrifices, and and you realize that. And and you know, with the sacrifice, the fact sacrifice a mask of people to make is that they wear a mask and and, and not get themselves sick and not get other people yeah. sick, and and that seems to be infringing on people's rights. Anyway, you have a wonderful week. Kiss the God Mama for me. We'll talk soon. Thank you, Pedro. The one, the only, the retired HBO godfather, Mr. Larry Merchant. Now we go to the weekend in review. Of course, Shakur Stevenson now, what is he, 11 and 0? Guy's only got a few fights, but the bottom line is he just keeps winning. He just keeps winning. I mean, the, at the end of the day, he may be the guy at 135 when he steps up and wait that can deal with Teofimo Lopez. Who knows? Of course, the fight we want to see is really Teofimo Lopez and Gervonta Davis. I mean, Hector Martinez says there's only a few fights he wants to see, and that's really one of them right there. And, of course, Davis, the tank, <coughs> undefeated, drops down to 130, 130 pounds, and, and beats Leo Santa Cruz. Of course, that was a vicious knockout, but he was supposed to do that. It was no surprise. I mean, not supposed to end it in that, in that brutal of a manner, <coughs> but he was supposed to beat uh, Sanchez, I mean, I mean, I mean, the guy was coming in smaller. When he time he come in that much smaller than a puncher, a guy that's breaking his ass to make 135 pounds, broke his ass to make 130 pounds, got down to 130, and of course, ballooned back up to where, are probably around 150 pounds. So when, uh, when Leo stepped in the room, when Leo Santa Cruz stepped in the ring with him, he wasn't different sizes, straight up different sizes. You know, and there are certain, how can I put this, um, mismatches, like, Tommy Hearns and Roberto Duran. I mean, that was a mismatch, no doubt about that. And, of course, I mean, when you look at it, where I was standing there beside the ring saying to myself, you know, this just doesn't look right. Of course, Duran got lit up like the White House Christmas tree, but he wasn't in shape and all that kind of good stuff. But even if he had been in shape, there's two different two different guys, two different sizes. And that's why I keep trying to tell people about size and boxing, how it matters in performance. Uh, um, um, size matters in two things: perform, uh, you know, combat sports and and pornography. I hate to say it like that, but but straight up, you've got to get your act together as far as the the boxing games concerned right now, because we've got ESPN going, we've got the Zone going. The Zone's trying to flood you with boxing, and of course, it isn't all quality boxing. They've got chicks in between talking in between fights, and they have no idea what they're talking about. And I'm sorry, women. I'm not trying to dog women in general, this and that. But these two chick announcers, these two female announcers that got on the Zone, we're talking about this and talking about that from the UK. Come on. I understand, you know, you want to add a little diversity uh, to the broadcast team and add women to the broadcast team. You can add gays to the broadcast team. I don't care as long as they're good. I don't care who you, you can put a couple of trained monkeys on the, if they can do the job, they can do the job. The women, they can't do the job. So what I'm trying to say is Barry Hearn and those guys, the UK promoter that's basically running the zone. Maybe it's time for you to like to get rid of those chicks. Speaking of the zone, of course, Canelo Alvarez quit the zone. Had that big contract dispute. Of course, he signed that $375 million contract, 11 fights or something like that. And he had a couple of fights. And then he said, eh, maybe I don't want to fight for you guys anymore if you can't pay me all the money that I want. Of course, the zone hurting for money allegedly during this pandemic thing because when a promoter throws a fight now, he can't get a live audience. <laughs> 
And speaking of live audience, it probably won't come back into to a big crowd until 2022. I think that's when 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 the experts are trying to say that things will be better as far as the vaccines concerned. Because remember, the vaccine when it rolls out this week, you know, minimal amount of people are going to get it at first, and hopefully the entire population can be vaccinated, or or, or or most of us that want the vaccination. And I do. I'm not a big vaccination guy. I mean, I'm not. I know there was a big. Um, uh, a scam with the polio vaccine in the 1960s, and one of them was contaminated and things like that. So I know there's been some history as far as the, the, the vaccinations are concerned. Black people are especially fearful of vaccinations because in the past, you know, the government has experimented on them with, with, uh, with vaccinations and things like that. So I, I see the trepidation there, but I'm telling you that I'm willing to take it, and I'm willing to take it, and I really am. I'm willing to take this vaccine as soon as I can roll it out. Pfizer, give me a call. Call me on the phone. You want my number? You can call me, collect, but I want to take this uh, a vaccine because, you know what, I want to return to a normal life. I'm tired of, like, walking in here and wearing masks and, 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 and going everywhere with a mask, and, and you can't go anywhere. I mean, basically, you know, I used to be able to, like, to, to go to Walmart. Like two, there used to be a 24-hour Walmart down there in, in Silicon Valley. So you can go there, like, at 2 o'clock in the morning. So, you, you, you know, you, you like you can do things like that, or you want to go get pizza at one o'clock in the morning, or you want to get a hot dog at two o'clock in the morning. You can't do anything. You can't go to the eyebrow shop. I mean, you know, I was slick enough to get a haircut before they jumped in with that haircut ban. But the bottom line is, everybody's life is impacted differently. I understand that, and of course, because I'm a bit of a loner, I guess my life isn't impacted as much as some people that have families and things like that. But I'm begging you against these these family get-togethers for the holidays. I mean. You know, this this just doesn't look well. I mean, um, I'm going to tell you, there's a guy that, 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 uh, do I know his name? All right, I'm going to put you, he was a man of God, and he has a church here on the peninsula, and um, he used to be a big DJ here in town as far as music and things like, things like that were concerned. So anyway, he uh, decided he was going to have open church again, you know, and like, you know, after they said, you know, don't have open church because of the coronavirus and this and that. So he decided he was going to have open church again. And I said to him, you know, I don't think that's such a smart idea. And he told me, you know what, blah, 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 blah. I'm doing it. He did it. He's got COVID. He's in an ICU. He's on a ventilator. His wife's got COVID, and his two kids have got COVID. I mean, now, what more do I have to Cuddy, what more do I have to say than that? What more can I say? He thought God was going to take care of the COVID. God can't beat the COVID. It just can't. Straight up. So what I'm trying to tell you is let's just wear the mask. Let's wash our hands. Let's be uh, sociably distanced. And, and as far as the six foot's concerned, I read a South Korean story, the South Korean uh, study a couple of uh, a couple of days ago where they're saying that six feet, it travels up to 20 feet in a room without, without, without air conditioning moving it around. So just in, in a still room, that virus can go 20 feet from one person to another. So what I'm trying to tell you, six feet isn't the way to go. But if you wear your mask and you wear a decent mask, you got a hell of a shot. Now, hour number two, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, we're going to be talking about the macho man, Hector Camacho. Of course, wow, his life came to an end uh, a few years ago. Bit of a tragedy, but it's sort of like you knew it was coming. Why? Because he was Hector, and he was the most self-destructive guy on the planet. That's just the way it is. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Little Frampton to the break. This is Ring Talk.
Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week. I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. No doubt about it, the future of boxing, of course, as I said, is at 135 pounds. And I think that eventually Shakir Stevenson will be at 135 pounds. Of course, the 2016 Olympic silver medalist. Last night he was victorious. No doubt about that. Shakur, you put in some work tonight. You showed the skill, the will. He just wouldn't go down. But how do you grade your performance, which wasn't even supposed to happen if not for the cancellation of uh, Burchell Valdez? I mean, uh, before I start, I want to say um, a happy birthday to my little brother, Isaiah. Uh, today is birthday. I wanted to give him a birthday present, so that was my birthday present. But um, you got an experienced fighter who know how to survive. Uh, at the end of the day, you know, his fighters who know how to survive, and his experienced fighters who know how to survive. He, he got a lot of experience. He's been around for a long time. I know him back, since back in the amateurs. 
Um, he knew how to survive. Like, he came in there to survive, and that's what he did. You got some quality rounds. You started boxing back here in the bubble in June, and you close out 2020. You're still young enough to believe in Santa. So, 2021, what fights are you asking Santa for? I mean, I want the uh, I want the WBO belt first. So, uh, the winner out of Frampton and uh, Jamel had to come see me. And after that, uh, we're going to go straight to Burchell. Former WBO featherweight champion Shakur Stevenson, now 15 years hit, eight KOs, of course, outclass Mr. Uh, Toka Khan Clary, 28 and 3. I had him in 28 and 2 before, but now 28 and 3. 19 KOs go over 10 rounds last night. Of course, that was at the bubble in Las Vegas. All three judges scored a 10 zip in rounds or 190 on these scorecards. Straight up, um, good looking fighter, no doubt about that, but you really want to see what happens when he hooks up, of course, with the winner of Carl Frampton and Mr. Herring. Herring being the champion at 138 as far as the UFC is concerned. After that, of course, they want to take on Brichelle. I guess that will be at 135 pounds, but the kid's moving up in weight. He's got the right attitude, uh, maybe not so much outside of the ring, but in the ring, I mean, he wants to fight the good guys. More power to him. Shakur Stevenson, one of those superstars maybe in the making. Of course, Tiafimo, I think he's already there. Javante Davis, I think he's got a little bit to go. And, of course, people say to me, how can you say that? Davis is better than Lopez. No, nah, not really, isn't he? No, Davis Davis is not the world linear lightweight champion. I mean, come on, Vasilo Machenko was, like, unbeaten. He lost that one fight to Salido, of course, got mugged in that over-the-weight match. But outside of that, he went to school there, never lost another professional fight, uh, went like 399 and won as an amateur. Come on, man. The guy's like unbeaten his entire lifetime. And then Lopez not only takes him to school, but he shuts him down for the first seven, the first, the first six rounds for sure. First, not, the, if not the first seven rounds. I mean, come on. The fight was over with by the seventh round. Everybody said, Oh, come on, man. You, the scores are too long. The scores are too long. Come on. The scores weren't too long. The scores are about right. Yeah. I know the, uh, Julie Letterman had an 11 to 1 or something like that. I mean, 11 to 1 might have been a stretch, but at the end of the day, I had it 9 to 3. So she saw it two rounds different than me. At the end of the day, Tiafimo Lopez is the upcoming star, of course, at 135 pounds. Now, Javante Davis. Tank, you got to make your move, baby. It's you and Lopez. Of course, Lopez is going to go to Australia, make some money, see what happens after that. But Davis and Lopez should be the fight of 2021, as far as the lightweights are concerned. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look into the world of boxing and MMA. If you are listening to us live, it's 11 a.m. Pacific time, Saturday and Sunday. 11 a.m. Pacific on Saturday, of course, for an hour, live on Sports Byline iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio Channel 217, of course, and a plethora of other internet platforms. Straight up, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Hour number two, upcoming on Sports Byline, of course, we will bring you the Hector Camacho story. The Macho Man, live, unplugged, and sometimes R-rated. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Next up, Hector Camacho on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. USA Radio News. I'm Jeremy Scott. The first shipments of the COVID-19 vaccine left Pfizer's facility in Michigan this morning. About 3 million first doses will start arriving in states on Monday. 
Dr. Francis Collins, director of the National Institutes of Health, told NBC's Meet the Press he'd like Americans who were on the fence about taking the vaccine to reconsider. I would like to plead to people to really hit the reset button on whatever they think they knew about this vaccine that might cause them to be so skeptical. The data is out there now. It's been discussed in a public meeting, all the details of the safety and the efficacy. Clashes between opposing sides following pro-Trump rallies on opposite coasts of the U.S. on Saturday led to more than two dozen arrests. One person shot, several others stabbed, and police officers injured. Rallies were held in D.C. and Washington State. USA Radio News. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule. Changing the world one life at a time. I've been taking vitamins off and on my whole adult life, and I've never seen any change. Not like this. Not since I've been on balance of nature. I used to take prescription medication for uh, muscle aches and stuff. I don't take that anymore. I wish I would have started it back when I first heard about it on the radio. And if I can give balance of nature any advice, keep it out on the radio because I still hear these commercials from time to time, and I'm thinking, you know, you people need to listen up. I mean, I'm over 50. And, you know, your body starts wearing down. But now it's nature has literally changed my life. It really has. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code USA. President Trump was dealt another legal blow on Saturday as a federal judge rejected a lawsuit in Wisconsin. The president sought to toss out more than 220,000 absentee and early in-person ballots in two counties where he earlier paid for recounts. U.S. District Judge Brett Ludwig said the president's arguments failed as a matter of law and fact. A poll by Fox News found that more than half of the 1,000 voters they surveyed nationwide say President Trump's continuing legal challenges are weakening American democracy. Only 37 percent said the president should run again in 2024. Rapper Lil Wayne could be headed to prison. Dwayne Michael Carter Jr. pleaded guilty to a federal firearm charge on Saturday and faces up to 10 years behind bars. He was restricted from possessing a firearm because of a previous felony conviction. Sentencing is next month. You're listening to USA Radio News. Working from home? I'm Chad Dodd, veterinarian and consultant to Limp Bells. Here's some tips for keeping your dog fit while staying at home. Find 15 minutes twice a day and walk your pet at a decent pace around your place. Play hide-and-seek by hiding some kibble or favorite toys and letting your dog find them. If you have stairs and your dog is mobile, walk up and down twice a day for 5 to 10 minutes. Or better yet, try a power walk on your terrace or backyard for some fresh air. There are more helpful pet care tips at youmove.com, spelled Y-U-Move.com. China's Chang'e 5 space capsules began its trek from the moon back home. A lander touched down earlier this month, drilled into the moon's crust, and scooped rocks and debris directly off the surface. The probe is expected to land in northern China in the Inner Mongolia region with the material brought back from the lunar surface, the first since the Soviet Union did so in 1976. The best shooting star display of the year happens late tonight. The Geminids meteor shower peaks, sending hundreds of bright-colored stars shooting across the sky from nightfall into the early morning hours. It is the remnants of asteroid 3200 Phaethon from several thousand years ago. 
A clothing company known for its environmental branding turns away an order from an oil and gas company. From the Phoenix USA Radio News Bureau, here's Tim Berg. Inovex Downhole Solutions says it was recently denied an order of jackets by the North Face, a popular outdoor recreation company, because they are in the gas and oil business. Inovex, based in Houston, says they were planning on getting each of their employees a Christmas gift. This year it was supposed to be a North Face jacket with an Innovex logo. Instead of sending the company the jackets they requested, the company received a letter from the North Face saying they don't want to support the oil and gas industry in the same way they'd reject something from the porn industry or tobacco industry. Local TV stations in Odessa have reached out to the North Face for comment, but they have not yet responded. For USA Radio News, I... Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992-800-413-6992-800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history. Pedro Fernandez. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios in San Francisco. Check it. This is Ring Talk. Often imitated but never duplicated. Welcome to the longest running fight show in history, Ring Talk Live Worldwide. My name is Pedro Fernandez. For the next hour, of course, this is hour number two of our Sunday show. If you can listen to us live, of course, we come to 11 a.m. Pacific time on Sunday for two hours, live on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, of course, and the American Forces Network, like a thousand other internet platforms. But the bottom line is we're going to talk boxing in this hour primarily, and the boxer we'll be focusing on is Hector Macho Camacho. Of course, there's a special out, a actually a documentary, I think, that Showtime put together. The Macho Man is pretty frightening in some regards, and it's, it's riveting in other regards because it's really real. I mean, it's about as real as you can get. I spent some time around Camacho, of course. I tell you, we were in San Juan, Puerto Rico, and uh, we were in the hotel in San Juan, Puerto Rico. We were staying in the casino. We had a fight in Bayamon, Puerto Rico, which is the town outside of San Juan. And Hector was supposed to be in the main event, and Hector didn't want to come downstairs. Uh, he didn't want, I mean, he didn't want to come to fight. So I was at the arena. We are getting ready to fight. Uh, we are you know, filming the opening four-rounders and that kind of good stuff. And 
the promoter comes to me and says that Camacho's not coming. I got to give all these people their money back. And guess what? You're not getting paid. So I went to the hotel. I begged Camacho. I basically got, almost got down on my hands and knees and said to him, man, I, I got my ex-wife's going to kill me if I go home without child support. And basically that was it. He went and did the fight. He knocked out Vorka. I take that back. He butted Vodka in the first round, and the fight was over with in the blink of an eye. But Camacho did show up. He was all blown out on cocaine, snorting coke that was on the dining room table there. So we've got some Camacho stories, plenty of them. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. stuff. Hey, are you just going to stand there and let people not give you credit for being a good driver? You deserve discounts on car insurance, and that's what Snapshot from Progressive is for. So why aren't you signing up? You need music to get pumped? Hit it! Drum solo! Ow, that hurts my fingers. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California, North Carolina, or from all agents. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. 
The number one gift in this stressful year, relaxation. From Homedics, now at up to 30% off. Soothing stress for over 35 years, Homedics is the top home massage products brand with gifts for every aching muscle on your list. With select items up to 30% off and free shipping on orders over $50, holiday supplies won't last. Shop now at homedics.com. The perfectly relaxing, perfectly giftable gift is at Homedics.com and major retailers everywhere. Hector Camacho may be boxing's greatest showman since Muhammad Ali, and certainly one of its best fighters. A few days ago, in Madison Square Garden, he again successfully defended his lightweight title. His share of the purse was said to be about a million dollars. So it's no wonder he likes the fight game just the way it is. But some view boxing as nothing more than legalized brutality, a sport like others that leaves many of its performers damaged for life. Those involved in boxing, from managers to TV networks to fighters themselves, resist any changes. Why? Well, just ask the macho man, Hector Macho Camacho. Why, I've been all around the world. I, I, I mean, I met ambassadors, presidents. I, I mean, I'm, I'm important. I'm important because of boxing. A little cockroach that was crawling around the ghetto is important. <laughs> Maybe not important, but certainly rich and famous. With a new recording contract and an eye on an acting career, he's been seen everywhere from Ring Magazine to Playgirl. Just four years ago, he was on parole, doing time for auto theft, and fighting for 800 bucks a pop, mostly in New York. He's since gone from a borrowed bicycle to a Corvette, two Maseratis, and a Lamborghini. Flash and personality have become his trademark, so much so that you almost forget that first and foremost, he's a boxer. A great boxer. The lightweight division is the best in boxing, and in 29 professional fights, Camacho has never lost. He's the current WBC lightweight champion, 135 pounds of speed and technique that belies the fact he's just 24 years old. He's typical of the young and successful in this game. He can't imagine ever losing or ever being hurt. It could happen, but it ain't going to happen. You got to put that in your head. It ain't going to happen. It's a poor man's sport. Man, come, I came from the street. My mother was on welfare. I come. I had all my hopes in it. All my hopes from head to toe. I got my mother's house. I support my son. I got cars forever. Nice training camp, good people, well-known, well-loved. Can't complain. Hey, break my jaw. <laughs> Bottom line is, after you break my jaw, I still got my million dollars. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. The Macho Man, of course, got knocked off in Puerto Rico on my birthday in 2012. 11-24-2012, November 24th, of course. Wow, I can't forget the November 27, 1999, of course, uh... Debacle that took place, of course, in Carolina, Puerto Rico. I said it was Bayamon, Puerto Rico. It was Carolina, Puerto Rico. And of course, that was when Camacho finally came downstairs. And thank God he did because I didn't have a ticket home. I found out that Harold Smith had, had basically cashed in all our return tickets in order to pay a couple of bills. So we didn't have return tickets to go, go home from Puerto Rico. So had not uh, Camacho come downstairs and fought, we would none of us would have got paid. Of course, I went back there two or three times afterwards to do some post-production on the show. I don't think the show ever aired, but the bottom line is I made myself a good amount of money. And uh, I want to thank Harold Smith, the late Harold Smith. And of course, Hector Macho Man Camacho, what can I say? 79-6, fought a lot of guys, never got stopped. 
38 KOs. You remember after the Julio Cesar Chavez fight in 1992, of course, in Las Vegas, where, where Chavez beat the stuffing out of him for 12 rounds. And I mean, he didn't quit. He was noble. He was brave. And what can I say? Macho, macho was macho. But there's another side to Hector Macho. And I just told you about basically the Camacho and the cocaine thing. Of course, that was a biome in Puerto Rico. Here we have Camacho going to Mexico. We get in this car, we're driving. We're heading close to Texas. I said, let's pull over for the night. He goes, no, you just need to close your eyes for a little bit. I'll keep driving. And I'm like, macho. He goes, I'm okay. I'm gonna, I won't go speak. I said, okay. And I fall asleep. I don't know how long I was closed my eyes, but it wasn't long. He taps me on my shoulder. He goes, hey, I need money for the toll. And I'm like, the, the toll. And I open my eyes. And I see the border. We're on the line to the border into Mexico. I'm like, what are you doing? The patrol looks and they wait for us to go into the security check. And I'm like, it's okay, Macho, no problem. I'll, I'll take care of this. I'll, let me talk. He goes, yeah, but that's not the problem. I got a little present in the trunk. I got a, I got a kilo in the trunk. And I said, okay, Macho, put the top down. Where was a convertible jack? And I need you to do macho time right now, right here. We push the top down. He jumps up out of this car. He jumps onto the hood of this $90,000 Jag. And he stands up and he's screaming, where's Chavez? Everybody went crazy. The Border Patrol comes. Everybody started, Camacho. The Border Patrol guy passes me with a dog. The dog goes crazy. The dog starts barking and scratching. I look in the rear mirror, and the Border Patrol takes the dog and hits him on the door. He goes, shut up, that's Camacho. No doubt about it. <laughs> Only the macho man could pull it off. Sort of reminds me of Muhammad Ali getting Keith McMurray, of course, through customs in China. We were in Shanghai, China, and Keith said he had lost his passport or somebody had stolen his passport. He didn't have his passport. Rumor was he had sold it for $2,600, of which Keith McMurray denies to this day. But, <laughs> but the bottom line is Ali walked him through customs in China and then walked him through customs here in Los Angeles, California, and I was like mind-blown without a passport. Who other than Muhammad Ali could walk somebody through through pass through through uh through customs like that and of course Camacho doing his thing down there in Mexico. But Hector Camacho, without a doubt, <clears throat> one of the most colorful fighters ever, ever to you know, to step onto the stage. A I believe a three time Golden Glove champion from New York City, of course, Spanish Harlem. Larry talked about going in, in the Spanish Harlem. He talked about his mother being on welfare and, and making things real tough and this and that. And then, you know, as his as his career sort of sort of I kinda it sort of I kinda it sort of hit a zenith. You know, like it just did, and, and the cocaine was the zenith. I mean, because his mother, I read some somewhere some stuff where his mom said he was doing coke back in the Golden Glove days. So if he was 17 years old and doing blow, of course, you know the different stories that we've heard and the macho story and things like that that we're about to get to. This is just a mind blower. I mean, this is unbelievable. It should be presented black here, okay? African American has the behavior, and then you get the nigger behavior. You know, and that's the behavior that Mike Tyson has around his entourage. And, and it scares people away. It's no class. You know, people don't know how to deal with it because, right? Am I right? You know, and then, and then, Don King, that's what Don King goes to the ghetto, you know, and promotes stuff, you know? But not because of that either. I don't know what I just said, you know? I'm into politics, right? But that's, that's what Mike's problem is. They got too many niggas around. They need more African Americans.
So then, given the gift of the opportunity to retract or soften the statements he made in New York, he might have made it worse in Vegas. Okay, the fighters... And I also want to clear up a little statement that people are repeating around about niggers. Okay, when I made the comment about Mike Tyson. Okay, they asked me, what you think about Mike? What's going to happen to Mike? I said, Mike is a very unhappy character. Because instead of having classy... Uh, uh, African-American people in class to make them look good, you know? He got all this nigga attitude people around home that makes him act the way he does, like a little beast that he ain't. Mike Tyson, whoa, 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 whoa. Of course, Hector Camacho and Mike Tyson, both those guys have had some issues over the years. Mike Tyson explained that he had issues with drugs as well, but not to the extent where Mike, where Hector Camacho did. I mean, Camacho was like basically an addict I know from like 85, 86 on. I mean, he just, he just was. I mean, there wasn't enough cocaine in the world for Hector Camacho. And of course, some of those things that took place in his retirement in South Carolina and places like that, it was just, it was embarrassing to read some of them headlines. Hector Camacho, one time world champion, you know, caught burglarizing some or allegedly suspected of burglarizing some electronic store or something like that. Come on, man. That's not what I want to hear. I mean, he talked about here, he was earlier bragging about having all that money in this net. Well, Guess what? The money didn't stay. I mean, um, there were people that tried to set up set up funds for him and annuities in this net, and he broke the annuities. I mean, I, Marty Cohen. Marty Cohen was his semi-manager, a guy out of Florida, of course, a real slick dude, an old-timer. It was about 95 years old when he died. But the bottom line is Marty said he was around when Jack Johnson fought. I kid you not. Anyway, <clears throat> Marty put together a couple of annuities for Camacho. All Camacho had to do was not touch them until he was 50 years old and he was going to get $150,000 a year. I mean, tax-free. It would have been taken care of. But, of course, like Roberto Duran, he couldn't wait. They broke into those annuities, man, and those annuities are like tax-free, 150 grand for the rest of his life, and Camacho let that go. Anyway, of course, Hector would retire, basically never really retired, but his last fight, of course, was against Saul Duran. He lost at unanimous not in 10 rounds. It was in uh, Comissi, Florida, and I was a bit surprised that he even took that fight because at the time he was nowhere near training. I mean, he just wasn't. He beat Yori Boy Campus. I think the back was a draw uh, the year before, a split decision draw, so he was on the downslide. Too bad because he was really, really a good personality at one point in time, but you know what? Colombian dust, it ain't no joke. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003.
Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week. I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Pedro offers you his protection. Cold shot. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Macho. We're talking about Macho. It's a documentary on Showtime, and of course, about the the, the, what I say, what kind of say, the colorful, I keep going on, there's like a thousand different adjectives or descriptions you can use to describe the one, the only macho man. It's all like Hector Macho Camacho. Of course, he was macho as a boxer until he got hooked, uh, by Edwin Rosario. I think that fight took place in the garden, but the Battle of Puerto Rico took place in, I think that was 1986, somewhere around there. But at that point in time, Macho was fearless, okay? He got his chin checked there. He'd never been hit in a fight like that, never been hurt like that in a fight. And I think from that point forward, he was a bit of a safety first type of guy. But, you know, this, 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 this documentary, what can I say? You've got to see it to believe it. I haven't watched the entire thing yet. I broke into it and saw parts here and there, but at the end of the day, we're going to say it's all about Hector. This is the macho story. There was always something about Hector that was a lot of fun. You're always happy to see him. Did you give the uh, dogs names or did you find out what their names were? No, I was going to mush, mush. <laughs> he was hard not to like, but before the night of the fight, we got a call in our hotel. One of his handlers in great you know, stress said, you know, you've got to come over here. We'll get him on the phone. He's trying to jump out a window. And he was completely out of his mind, drug-wise. You know, talked him out of it, calmed down, and they got him out of the danger. And then the concern was, how is he going to be fight time? Tim, this is by far the most dangerous opponent that Camacho has faced. 
and the next day you wouldn't have known anything had happened. Camacho told me he's going to go right out and jump on him in the first round. Let's see if he does it. There was domination there. He threw the punches he wanted to throw, moved the way he wanted to move, and did what he wanted to do. showed everything that he could be, the superstar that he could be. And there is chaos in the ring. We were grateful for the fact that he had recovered and that the fight went on, but it was a source of great concern to us from that point forward because we knew he was dealing, you know, with the demons. There were like a, a hand, more than a handful of times in which Camacho had issues as far as cocaine was concerned and him not coming down for an actual fight and not wanting to come downstairs to fight from the hotel and things like that. I conned him out of the hotel. I've been told he's been conned a few other times out of the hotel. But you got to think about that story right there that his, uh, his ex-bodyguard was talking about, the fact that, that – uh, that he tried to smuggle a kilo of cocaine into Mexico, just drive it across the border. And he didn't tell him until he got there. He had to go out there and do some type of act uh, where he's standing on the hood of the car screaming about Julio Cesar Chavez, Mexico's biggest star. The dope dog is going crazy, and, and the and the cop with the dope dog is, like, kicking the dog, telling him to shut up. The dog's saying there's a kilo of cocaine in that trunk. Come on, man, let me go. Let me do my thing. And the dog's saying, not anyway, the dog was dog. The dog was right. And Camacho got away with that one. More power to him. May he rest in peace, the Macho Man. But check out the documentary, Macho. It's on Showtime as I speak. Now, let's talk about the week in history. Of course, brought to us by our house historian, Billow. 12-11-1982. I remember this. Bobby Cohen wins the WBC junior lightweight title. Taken out. Wow. Bazooka Lamone, 15-round decision, man. It was Ring Magazine Fight of the Year. I'll never forget, I was sitting there ringside. Don Chargan, I got to mention this a little bit. Not brag when you're telling the truth. Anyway, <clears throat> I got to mention this. Um, Don Chargan sent all these guys down the week before to watch me fight. Actually, watch Keith Rucker fight me, okay? Because they thought Keith Rucker was in a clean house on me. That Keith Rucker was undefeated, 8-0, 6 knockouts, 7 knockouts, something like that. Six foot one and a half, 139 pounds. He was a hit man, blah, blah, blah. All these promoters, guy came from from Arizona, somebody came up from the Olympic, somebody came up from the Forum, John Jackson somebody sent somebody. They all wanted to see who this black kid was uh, out of Northern California. Well, anyway, 12 seconds of the fight, I had him on his butt telling him to get up. They almost disqualified me because of the words I used, but I was I was pumped up. I was really pumped up. What I'm trying to tell you was, a week later, we had this fight in Sacramento, and Don Chargan sits me right in front of the TV cameras. They're on TV. He gave me two. I didn't know you got two seats back then. I was new to this. I was new. They said, we're, uh, Don Chargan called me on the phone and said, we want to invite you to the fight. Well, I thought it was just me. So I just drove up there with my dog in the car. You know, the dog stayed in the car. And I went into the arena. And, and this and that. He goes, well, where's your, where's, where, who are you with? I said, I'm, I'm by myself. Go. Well, there's two tickets for you. I didn't know that. That's how green I was. Okay. I just won my first Golden Glove Championship. I was really green. Anyway, that was a memorable night. I remember telling Bobby going after the fight. And I think you can hear me during the 15 round going, go to the body, Bobby! <clears throat> go to the body! He did go to the Bobby. He did go to the body. And, of course, Chacon would win. And that was really basically his last real big win after that point. Uh, at that point in his career, of course, he was deep into cocaine. And his wife had just committed suicide six months before in 1982. So it was a tumultuous year for Bobby Chacon, of course. And then he was in the Ring Magazine five year to boot that. Anyway, the bottom line is the 15th round went down 10 to 7. Some people say that that score was a little bit off. December the 12th, Henry Armstrong born, uh, December 12th, 
1912. Of course, the three-time champion, what he held, the featherweight, the welterweight, and the middleweight, or three, no, the featherweight, the lightweight, and the mid, and the welterweight championship all at the same time. Stepped to the middleweight and I think got a draw. 1951. <laughs> Ezra Charles fought in San Francisco. He beat Joey Maxim. Of course, Joey was a good guy. Joey was a guy that I met down there in Las Vegas. He was running a couple of, uh, uh, construction companies, advisor here and advisor there. Joey was, well, Joey was a nice guy to me, no doubt about that. Of course, uh, Ezra Charles trained at Newman's Gym, no doubt about that. Inglewood, California, 1969. We're talking about boxing history right now. Ruben Olivares. I don't know how this guy got to be such a great Mexican fighter. I thought, I didn't think he, I don't know if he could beat me in the Golden Gloves. Anyway, he knocked out a guy by the name of Alan Ruck. In the second round, retains the World Bantamweight Championship. I just never thought much of Oliveras. I never did. Of course, Arguello lit him up like a White House Christmas tree. But he is one of our all-time favorites as far as the house historians concerned, Bill O. says. 1975, Oslo, Norway, Alfredo Escalera. Wow. Was he still man? I believe, man, he was a snake man. He was a, a – Arguello took care of him. <laughs> Whoa. Anyway, KO9, Zen Eric Paulson retained the WBC junior lightweight title that he would eventually lose to Alexis Arguello. Of course, Arguello, the greatest 130-pounder in the history of boxing, without a doubt. 1981, WBC featherweight champion Salvador Sanchez beat Pat Cardell over 15 rounds. It was in the Houston, uh, Texas. I think it was the um, – <clears throat> The, uh, text, the, uh, Astrodome, I believe at the time. Anyway, 1966, Bone Crusher Smith, 1986, Bone Crusher Smith in the garden knocks out Tim Witherspoon in the first round to capture the WBA heavyweight championship. Of course, Bone Crusher, the only heavyweight champion ever to hold a college degree. He, you know, he had a Bachelor of Sciences degree, something like that. Anyway, bottom line is Bone Crusher, smarter than he looked, but dumb to an extent because when he fought Mike Tyson, he never threw any punches. Talk about a guy that fought handcuffed. He fought for like 11 and a half rounds or 11 rounds handcuffed. He never threw a punch. This was a guy that could punch, right? And the 12th round, he throws a punch. He almost lifts Mike Tyson off the ground with an uppercut. So had he been throwing earlier, he might have had a chance in that fight. Of course, he would lose a 12-round decision. I think that was outdoors at the uh, Las Vegas Hilton Hotel. But Bone Crusher Smith, I called him Bone Hugger. For the first 11 rounds, all he did was hug on Tyson. Bone hugging, just hugging. At the end of the day, of course, he did knock out Tim Witherspoon and capture the WBA heavyweight championship. Witherspoon let his guard down, thought he was fighting an old man that was slow, wasn't on top of his game. Tim was an up-and-down type of guy. Of course, Timmy and I spent about about four weeks together in Antigua. Antigua is a, co- a country like in the Caribbean, uh, out near Puerto Rico and places like that, San Juan, I mean, uh, Dominican Republic and Antigua. Anyway, bottom line is, um, we spent a month there and of course he wasn't training too hard. He ended up fighting somebody for a, a vacant, uh, title shot for, uh, to step up from the journeyman level. Of course, he was at this point in time, in 2000, 2001, he was way past his peak, but he had one more shot if he could win this fight. He couldn't put it together. Uh, he just couldn't. I mean, because he was, Seeing some girl from Antigua. I mean, that's what he was doing the entire time. I mean, when I went to run with Tim Witherspoon, I had to go get him at the chick's house. That's not a good thing. That's not a good thing when you're, listen, when you're babysitting fighters and you gotta go get them either at the bar or at a chick's house, it's not a good thing. It's just, I'm, it's not. And I told you about the Cuban fighters I work with in Florida. When I went to go pick those guys up, Harold Smith had me picking these guys up to run at five o'clock in the morning and there's booze. I can smell booze in the, um, in the van. And I'm looking around and it ain't just one guy. It was like, there was like three or four Cuban guys, but at least two of those Cuban guys, I won't mention them, but I have in the past, were drinking. I mean, drinking. And boxing, but that's just the way it's done, I guess, to some people. 1986, Julio Cesar Chavez in New York City 
defeats Juan Laporte. Of course, those two guys were pretty good friends. Retains the WBC Junior Lightweight title, a 12-on decision. I think that Laporte, of course, was one of the guys that, eh, it was a good fighter, but not a great fighter. Of course, a Puerto Rican out of New York, but mm, not not the greatest fighter of all time. 1992, Nigel Mann knocked out Nikki the uh, Nikki Piper, of course, that was retained the super middleweight title in the eleventh round. L- Nigel Ben, of course, the guy that was hooked up in that fight with Gerald McClellan, that just wasn't good. Gerald knocked him out of the ring in the first round, and instead of being awarded a first round knockout, they let the fight go. And at the end, Gerald McClellan suffered permanent brain damage. He's blind. It's a it's a bad scene, no doubt about that. Anyway, may he rest. May hey, may you know his sister Lisa McClellan. I don't, I don't get to mention her enough, but Lisa takes care of Gerald. And she is her brother's keeper. And, I mean, she really is. And she puts up with stuff that you wouldn't believe. I can't tell you some of the stuff that happens around those people because I'm not going to embarrass anybody on there. But, you know, Gerald is not easy to deal with. Gerald is like a petulant child to an extent. And and, and I'm not knocking him or anything like that. But this is what the brain damage and things like that have done to him. I mean, brain damage, the fact that he can't see, he's blind. I'll never forget what he told me that day when we met in Rockport, Illinois, for that the celebration of his career and try to make some money for him and uh, Greg Page. And he said to me, is Emmanuel with you, Pedro? Is Emmanuel with you? That was sad. Emmanuel wasn't there. Emmanuel Stewart, of course, his first trainer. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531 800-754-4531 That's 800-754-4531 Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, my heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Now is a great time to replace your worn-out windows during the Renewal by Anderson 25-Year Savings Event. Upgrade your home today. Buy four windows and get the fifth one free. 
Plus, get 12 months with no interest, no money down, and no payments. Call now. Get four windows and get the fifth one free. Installation and warranty included. Renewal by Anderson takes every CDC-recommended safety precaution to protect your family. For 25 years, people have trusted us for their window replacement needs, and you can too. Call now to learn about our buy four, get the fifth one free window replacement offer. 800-413-6992. That's 800-413-6992. Interest accrues from date of purchase, but is waived if paid in full within 12 months. Other conditions apply. We've adjusted our operations to serve you safely following all CDC guidelines. Visit RenewalByAnderson.com for details. Now more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. Just under 90 seconds remains in the fourth round. We use that arm to try to take away the base. Oh, look at the kicks. That's old school Hickson Gracie style. Oh, he's got oh, the choke. Pat looking to choke out Florian. BJ Pat looking to remain the champion. It is all over. BJ Pat has defeated Kenny Florian. If you didn't know, not too many people did because it didn't get too many buys. UFC 256 last night on ESPN pay-per-view. Of course, Debson and Figueroa uh, retained the UFC flyweight title with a draw against Brandon Moreno. One judge saw 48-46 for uh, Figueroa. That's three rounds of two. The other two judges saw 47-47 or even. Bottom line is draws in mixed martial arts, five rounds. It doesn't happen too often. Charles Oliveira beat the former lightweight champion, Tony Ferguson. That's right, Tony Ferguson, the guy that stalked his wife, of course, poured holy water on his wife. That's one of the greatest lines of all time when she called the police. Uh, uh, my husband, he's acting weird. Is he violent? Well, he poured holy water on me. Yeah, well, he thought you were the devil. You know, a lot of guys think their wives are the devil, but not too many guys pour holy water on them. Got to give them props to that. Anyway, it looks like his career is toast. He lost the second fight in a row. This time he got beat by Charles Oliveira. It was unanimous not across the board. 30 to 26, meaning there was one 10-9 round. Time for Tony Ferguson to take that bad knee of his and go find a job. A women's strawway bout uh, took place on the car. Mackenzie Durham beat. Verna uh, Janaroba, that was unanimous, not across the board. Outside of that, Sitil uh, Surreal Gane knocked out Junior Dos Santos, the former UFC champion, heavyweight champion, knocked him out in the second round, 234, and with an elbow. So hopefully, you know, Junior will walk away because Junior, man, Junior's taking some beatings like I did. And the, the one he took from Cain Velasquez was the most horrific UFC beating I've ever seen as far as Heavyweights were concerned. Just a horrific beating time and time. Just taking shots after shots after shots after shots. And you know what? I really don't want to see that. I don't want to see. I don't need. You don't need to see death. In fact, I've been telling you long, long, all along is that Dana White needs to pull the plug on some of these fights. In other words, if a fight guy's getting his ass whooped, guess what? Pull the plug on him. It's time to stop. The USC comes back. ESPN Plus. Of course, they're going back. I believe where are they going? They're going back to Dubai. Of course, Dubai, they've had their run in Las Vegas, the Apex Center. I think they're going back to Dubai. Are they going to do this last fight at the Apex Center December 19th? After that, it's going to be all Dubai. But December 19th, Stephen Thompson, gifted kid, no doubt about that. Good looking, he can fight. He's a welterweight, 170 pounds. Taking on <coughs> Joff Neal, that's going to be in the five-round main event. Jose Aldo, still fighting Scarface, batting a bantamweight. Man, how many, how, what kind of drugs is he taking to make 135 pounds still? Anyway, the former champion, Scarface, 
lost to Conor McGregor back then. That's how far, yeah, he lost to Conor. Anyway, um, he's, it's time for him to go away. Anyway, Marlon Virus is in the other corner. It's going to be a three-round co-feature. Of course, this is ESPN Plus next week, the 19th on ESPN Plus. Look at the rest of the card. Not a whole lot of stars out there because there isn't a whole lot of stars for the UFC to deal with. Of course, they're coming back with Conor McGregor and Dustin Poirier in a rematch. Nobody wants to see that. Conor won the first time. I mean, what's going to happen the second time outside it didn't happen the first time? Maybe a quicker ending? Or or if Conor's totally shot, he gets beat? Outside of that, ain't too lot happening. That's going to happen in USC 257. It's going on January 23rd. That'll be in Dubai. Of course, they're going back to Dubai, as I said, for USC, uh, looks like UFC Fight Night. It's going to be January 16th. That'll be in Dubai, January 20th. UFC Fight Night 185. That'll be in uh, Dubai as well. <clears throat> They'll come back with Poirier and McGregor on the 23rd. The 30th means UFC Fight Night 186. February 6th, UFC 187. UFC 258. February 13th. February 20th is going to be uh, again in Dubai. February 27th in Dubai. UFC Fight 189. So I guess they're going to stay in Dubai all the way through March of 2021. That is the plan. More power, too. I mean, they're putting fights on. My knock against the UFC is that they don't stop fights and guys get horrific beatings and they don't get paid enough money to, you don't get paid enough money to do that. You just, you don't get it, you don't get paid enough money to take beatings like that. You just really don't. Now, the boxing career looks hot and happening. Of course, talk about, uh, this month of December. Usually in December, the month sucks because guys are taking the month off. TV networks don't have nothing to do. They don't want to do fights. They want to send, you know, their staff home to the, for the holidays and that. But because of the COVID virus, things like that, things are happening, of course, without crowds. So like Tim Zhu, the uh, son of the former junior welterweight champion, of course, that lit up Zab Judah. I'm talking about Kasha Zhu. Tim Zhu, he can fight, no doubt about that. Six in his zip, 12 KOs, taking on Bowen Morgan, 21 and 1, 11 KOs. Look for Zhu to keep ascending there at 154 pounds. It's going to go down December the 16th. December the 16th as well, Wilfredo Mendez and Alexis Diaz. The 17th, Charles Conwell is going to be on, uh, it'll be on ESPN, I believe. And that's going to go down Charles Conwell versus Mattier Ashedov. And, of course, the 18th, Gennady Golovkin. Wow. Still fighting? How old is he now? 95? Nah, 98. Anyway, Golovkin still only lost that one fight to Canelo. Give him some props. I'm not trying to disrespect him. I think he's getting long in the tooth. Anyway, 40-1, and one, one draw, 35 chaos. Of course, a one draw, too, I think. Uh, you know, it's a little controversial there. People thought he might have won that fight. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, Golovkin is still a draw, especially across in the, in the Eastern uh, Europe area. Of course, not too much in the United States. But he's got a guy by the name of Camille Shimizetta, who's 21 in zip with five KOs. Five KOs. The guy should be arrested for impersonating a professional fighter. If you've got 21 fights and you could knock out more than five guys, you ain't long for this game, baby. It just ain't happening. I mean, the Willie Pep things are just not happening no more. No doubt about that. Now, Canelo Alvarez, the 19th, of course, the world super middle, super middleweight champion, or is he? Well, Callum Smith, of course, the guy from the UK, he's held all those titles, I think, except for the WBC belt. He's a WBA champion. Well, they'll be fighting for both belts now. Canelo Alvarez, 53-1, and a couple of draws, 36 KOs, taking on Callum Smith, 27-0. and zip. He's never lost. 19 KOs. According to the boxing PAC, Socrates Palmer, he's having hell making 168 pounds. So I guess that's the big question mark here. They rushed him into this fight. You know, more power to him. He's going to make a whole lot of money. And, uh, I think he will. He'll make a whole lot of money, especially if you got some of that, some of that, that UK money as far as the TV over there is concerned. At the end of the day, of course, Canelo Alvarez and him are going to hook it up on the zone. Barry Hearn runs that. 
Yeah, Canelo Alvarez looks like he's in for an easy win here. I mean, just, I mean, whether the guy's undefeated or not, they're not going to put Canelo in with anybody that's going to be, I think, threatening. I don't, I just don't, I just don't see it. I mean, why would you? I mean, because you know he's he hasn't been active, hasn't fought in a year uh, or almost. Uh, and yeah, so who wants to see him go again? Anyway, as far as the wrestling scene is concerned, the fight I'm looking forward to is January the second. The kid with the attitude, the pretty boy, Hector Martinez is not so favorite fighter, Ryan Garcia. 20 and zip, 17 KOs. Of course, come to us out of uh, Central California, down there on the coast. Bottom line is, he's a rugged dude. People think he's just a big sissy. People think he's a he's an internet bot. I mean, we played that stuff on the air where, where Raleigh Romero's giving him a bad time and beating him up and sparring and this and that. Of course, Mayweather says, I'll give you 200 grand. You fight Raleigh Romero now. But, you know, Raleigh Romero may have a, a WBA lightweight title, but Raleigh Romero won the very, very controversially. In fact, he was... To call it a gift would have been the gift of the year, 2020, no doubt about that. So Raleigh Romero, not in Ryan Garcia's league, not in my mind. But Garcia, 20 and zip. Man, he's a guy. 2.5 million or 4 million uh, Instagram bot followers, all that kind of good stuff. That means people want to watch him fight. If they like him that much, they will follow him on the Internet. Bottom line is at least half of those people. And if half of those people paid for him to fight, that would be 2 million pay-per-view buys. Think about that. Two million pay-per-view buys. Of course, he's fighting the zone for now, but at the end of the day, Ryan Garcia is a pay-per-view product, I think, in my mind, and he will end up on pay-per-view doing the big fights against Gervonta Davis, against uh, against uh, Teofimo Lopez. I mean, this is the, the, the threesome they've got there. I mean, it's a great threesome. And of course, you've got uh, Devin Haney, who's sort of like, we don't talk about him too much because he's a guy that, he's the internet champion from San Francisco, undefeated in 25 fights, but after that fight with Gamboa a couple weeks ago, just move him out of the picture. Just move I just move him out of the picture. Anyway, Luke Campbell, a rough, tough dude, lost a decision fight to Vasilo Manchego, going to hook up with Ryan Garcia at 135. That's going to go down January the 2nd. As far as the rest of the schedule is concerned, Floyd Mayweather. Oh, God! I never thought I'd have to say this again. But Mayweather's doing an exhibition against that, that, that Internet guy, you know, the uh, Logan Paul guy, the YouTube guy. He knocked out some... He knocked out the uh, the basketball player a couple weeks ago, Nate, with Nate Robinson, whatever his name is. But Nate had no business being in the ring. Of course, when you get into the ring with a guy that can that can punch a little bit, and you can't take a punch all that well, things can get ugly. Anyway, get this: they were talking about putting this fight, this exhibition, Floyd Mayweather, Saturday, February 20, thousand twenty-one. I think they're going to do this in Japan. Well, Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul on. Fan Mio pay-per-view. I don't know what that is, but Fan Mio pay-per-view is going to carry this. More power to you. Floyd Mayweather coming back. That's the last thing boxing needs right now is Mayweather to come back. What they need really now is Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury to hook it up. Of course, Anthony Joshua, the world heavyweight champion in the minds of some, but not in my mind because the linear champion is Tyson Fury. He's never been beaten. He had that draw with Deontay Wilder. He beat Wilder. He only lost the two rounds in which he got knocked down. Of course, he comes back in the rematch and lights Wilder up, lights Wilder up like the White House Christmas tree. I mean, he just did. Speaking of Christmas, happy holidays if you're listening to the show in the month of December 2020. As Christmas does approach, of course, with COVID, Christmas ain't the same, but make it, make it as, make it as complete as you can. I mean, this, this, this will be a tough year. This is a tough challenge for everybody financially, emotionally. Some people are, you know, have got housing issues coming up in the, at the beginning of the year, things like that. Hopefully the government, and I'm not saying they will, but hopefully the government will step in as far as the evictions are concerned and maybe get some stimulus checks in the mouth, pockets of people. Because I don't know if I told you this, but the government of Canada has been giving every citizen $1,800 a month. 
$900 every two weeks. So the bottom line is if Canada could afford to do that with their population, we could have been able to do that with our population. Of course, we gave that big tax break to the rich folks. Donald Trump did and to the corporations and that kind of stuff a couple of years ago. So, so that money could have spent right, could have been spent right now on the country, on, on the people, the people that need it. There are more people shoplifting food. I read something in the, uh, in, in, in the paper the other day, I actually read a newspaper, but um, there's shoplifting going on now. People having to shoplift for food, that's just not cool. I mean, you know, you see the homeless people on the street now, you're seeing families having to shoplift. That's just not the way I wanted to see America, especially not in my lifetime. I never thought I'd see it this bad. I really don't. I mean, people in food lines across the country, and you got to attribute it to the guy at the top because guess what? The buck stops with the president. Remember Harry Truman said that? Well, it doesn't change, baby. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of boxing, MMA. We'll finish things up. Ring Talk Live Worldwide after the break for us, looking at a couple of distinct decisions in the world of boxing that people have had some issues with. So we talk issues after the break. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. lot of times mom it might not seem like i'm listening to you but i am i hear you and what you say really does matter to me i mean let's be honest no kid likes rules but i get why we have them i hear you and i know it's because you care all the talks we've had over the years including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs they stick with me and believe it or not they really do make a difference especially at times that matter most hey Want a drink? No, thanks. I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. 
Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. There's only one Mayweather. He must know that I'm not like no other fighter. I can give it and I can take it. There's only one Mayweather. Uh, I've been here before. I know what it takes. I don't want no excuses. So I'm just going out there and, and be the same Floyd Mayweather. I've been here before and I know what it takes. He talks the talk and he walks the walk. When it's lights, camera, action... It's time to get the fans entertainment. The fans want to be entertained. I mean, when I'm home, I'm like anyone else. Walking to the money land. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Did he hurt you or your children? No, no. No, you're okay. He really just random stuff, you know, like he puts holy water on me. I don't know what's going on with him. Are you going to stop somewhere and meet with the police so they can talk to you? Should I go to the police station? Tony Ferguson's wife about pouring the holy water on him. What did you do to prompt him to put holy water on you? Think about that. Talk about the most controversial decisions in boxing recently. 1999, listen to this. I bet I went on the air. I said if Evander Holyfield loses to Riddick Bowe in this big fight that we're going to put on, I said I will eat an 8-by-10-inch piece of paper on the air, okay? It tended to be in a draw. Thank God it was a draw. I mean, if, the bottom line is my guy had lost. There was no doubt about that. I was ready to eat some paper. But it didn't work out that way, of course. That was a very controversial decision, a draw back in 1999. Oscar Delho and Tito Trinidad, people thought that was so controversial. I really didn't think so. How about Mayweather? Deaton. Deaton defeating Jose Luis Castillo back in 2002. I thought that was pretty crazy. I thought that Castillo won that fight going away. But some people say to me, you know, Floyd came back and won in the rematch. Yeah, much like much like Andre Ward lost the first fight to Sergey Kovalev, probably, and came back in the rematch, of course, and stopped him. Joe Lewis defeated Jersey Joe Walcott in 1947. That was a bit of a ripoff as well, of course. Hey, how about Roy Jones when he got burned in the Olympics back in 1980. Of course, Park C. Hun defeats Roy Jones Jr. Man, that was the biggest ripoff of all time. I remember, remember saying to myself, watching it on TV and saying, what the hell happened there? What the hell happened there? But another bigger ripoff, Pernell Whitaker, always getting the short change. Of course, got the short change against Julio Cesar Chavez. He beat him decisively. But Oscar De La Hoya, uh, 1997, it was no doubt about it. Pernell had dropped Oscar, rocked Oscar, and guess what? Oscar won. I couldn't believe it. The scores were 115, 111, 116-110, and 116-110. But it was like large margins. I was like blown away by that. I couldn't believe it. I mean, holy cow, what are you talking about? But De La Hoya, 
He had nothing on this draw between Sugar Ray Leonard and Tommy Hearns. Tommy Hearns dropped Ray Lent twice, of course. One judge had it 113, 112 for Ray. The other judge had it 113, 112 for Hearns. And one judge had it 112, 112. So the bottom line is it was a draw. But man, if ever there was a fight where Ray just got his flat out, got his ass whooped. This, this was it. I mean, he got knocked down twice. He was nearly laid out in the seventh round. I mean, he came back. He wobbled Tommy a couple times. But at the end of the day, of course, they had a wild 12th round. But that doesn't win you the fight. And one judge actually gave him the 12th round by two points, which was crazy because he hadn't knocked anybody down. Anyway, some of the con- most controversial things that ever happened in boxing, of course. There was also the Michael Dokes-Mike Weaver fight. In Las Vegas, Nevada, the heavyweight title fight when Joey Curtis, the referee, jumped in like after about 19 seconds to stop the fight, said, it's over with. Dokes was the winner. That smelled of a fix because, you know, Dokes was uh, a Don King fighter at that point in time. And Don, not saying that Don was a mob, but at that point, Don was control at that point in time. And what Don said, got done. You know what I'm saying? So Don wanted Michael Dokes as champion. Michael Dokes became champion. That's the way it was. You are tuning to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check it, 37 plus years now. You're inside Look at the world of boxing and MMA. You can listen to this uh, show, of course, via podcast, a thousand different places. One of the places is Anchor.fm. Anchor.fm has all the Ring Talk Live Worldwide broadcasts. Until next week, keep your hands up, keep your chin down, most importantly, keep your butt off the canvas of life. Don't forget, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, a production of Sports Byline. Cause I love-